0: Welcome back everyone for this third and final part in this series about burnout. Now I'm going to be talking specifically about burnout in pastoral ministry. And on that topic, there was a study done by Fuller Institute in California, and it found that 1,500 pastors are leaving their ministries each month due to burnout. And these numbers were based on U.S. statistics, so the equivalent in Canada would be approximately 200 pastors a month leaving ministry. Probably those numbers are higher now in this pandemic era. In that same study I mentioned, 70% of pastors in the study said that they feel they're constantly fighting depression. 80% said they have insufficient time with their spouse and lack a sustainable work or ministry life balance. Eighty percent of pastors believe pastoral ministry has negatively affected their lives. And in a quote from the New York Times a few years ago, it was said, members of the clergy now suffer from obesity, hypertension and depression at rates higher than most Americans. In the last decade, their use of antidepressants has risen, while their life expectancy has fallen. Many say they would change jobs if they could. So this paints a sobering picture for those serving in pastoral and Christian ministry settings. Dr. Archibald Hart is a former professor of psychology from Fuller Theological Seminary and he defines burnout in ministry as a syndrome of emotional exhaustion, depersonalization, and reduced personal accomplishment. The term compassion fatigue is also used to describe the toll that's taken on people serving in ministry who draw on compassion and empathy in providing emotional and spiritual care to others. The emotional exhaustion comes more as a response to that chronic, emotional strain of dealing extensively with people. And unfortunately, often with people who can sometimes be difficult to deal with. Depersonalization means that the pastor begins to feel numb, like they've lost touch with their feelings and really that sense of who they are as a person. So their previously strong ability to feel compassion gets fatigued or exhausted. And in place of that, they feel numb or they can become cynical and somewhat uncaring towards people that they once genuinely did care for. Then as a result, they find they're no longer able to be as responsive to the emotional needs of the people around them and they're left feeling like they're just not accomplishing much anymore. There's a reduced sense of personal accomplishment. So all of the information that we explored in the previous two segments about the causes of burnout in workplace settings, all of that applies to pastors, clergy, and missionaries as well. But there are additional causes of burnout that are unique to those who are in ministry. In a study done in 2010 by the Evangelical Fellowship of Canada that focused on pastoral well-being, researchers found that pastors reported the following as some of the most significant causes that led to burnout for them. The first was time demands. Pastors in the study averaged 52 hours of work per week. And that's versus our standard work week of 37 to 40 hours of work in Canada. Pastors also reported an additional stressor, that dynamic of always being on call and therefore the added difficulty of achieving a healthy work-life balance. Secondly, dealing with criticism and complaints from congregants. You know, in a workplace setting, if you have conflict with your coworkers, you can leave that and go home at night. It's still stressful, but there's a boundary there. But when a pastor has conflict with congregants, it can affect many spheres of the pastor's life or his spouse's or her spouse's life. For example, it can affect work, home, and their worship setting as well. Pastors in this study also brought awareness to the reality that their job performance is difficult to measure concretely because of the intangible things they often do, things like helping others or preaching a good sermon, and thus their good performance often goes unrecognized or uncelebrated. You know, the pastor can preach a great sermon, people can go home deeply impacted, but the pastor receives little to no feedback about that impact. Pastors and other people helpers often hold high ideals about life in the world. They believe in change, they want to facilitate that change and transformation in others. And yet, over time, when they run into barriers to that change, it can wear on them, and they can begin to feel very disillusioned with their original call to ministry. And lastly, personal well-being. People that want to help others, like pastors do, can often feel guilty about taking care of their own needs. And that guilt often becomes a barrier, preventing them from making needed changes in the short term so that they can be healthy and successful in the long term. Another factor for those of us who are Christians and feel called to Christian ministry is that we may actually have unhelpful spiritual beliefs that make us more vulnerable to burnout. For example, sometimes Christians can believe that, you know, since, the, since we're called by God to a task or a mission or a role, that therefore we can just continuously exceed normal, healthy limits, as human beings. And it's like we can almost try to be superhuman and we believe that God is just gonna cover that in some way. A few years ago, I read a book called God's Generals by Roberts Liarden, who provided biographies of many Christian forefathers and mothers of our faith. People like John G. Lake, Smith Wigglesworth, Evan Roberts, Catherine Kuhlman, And what I noticed from these biographies was a really unsettling pattern. So many of these men and women actually died young because they simply failed to implement healthy limits and boundaries and practice reasonable self-care in their lives. Just simple things like exercise, rest, proper sleep, healthy nutrition, and the simplicity of Sabbath-keeping. So the information I shared previously about ways to prevent and treat burnout, that all applies to pastoral ministry too. But I wanted to add another really important component to preventing burnout for pastors, and that is the training, wisdom, and insight of church overseers and the elders who are there to support pastors. If you're a church elder or overseer, your role in helping to prevent the burnout of of your pastoral ministry team is absolutely critical. Here are some questions for you to consider. Do I or do we have reasonable and sustainable expectations of our pastoral staff team? Do we encourage our pastoral staff team to set limits on their available time and energy for ministry? Do we encourage them to take regular breaks from ministry throughout the month and year? Are we engaging resources to teach and train our pastoral staff team about burnout? Are we actively working with our pastoral staff team to prevent burnout from happening in the first place? Are we investing in the marriages and families represented on our staff team? Do we regularly invite feedback from our pastoral staff team regarding the levels of demands that they're facing? And how would those on our pastoral staff team rate the level of support they feel from us as overseers and elders in this church? Our pastors and ministry leaders are a precious resource And we would be wise to invest in that resource to sustain longevity and joy and abundant blessing in their service to God, to us, and to the world around us. So I hope you'll think critically about how to invest in your pastoral staff team to ensure that they can run their race with endurance and cross the finish line completing the assignment that God has given them. Thanks for tuning in today, and may God bless you with His grace and His peace.